0: It is bs.show. That's our new web address. Uh, it's going to be down for a while today, but should be back up the rest of the day. Doing some maintenance on it. Yes, we're doing it during the day on a Tuesday. What the heck, right? Uh, this is the BS show with B. That's her. And me. That's S. And together we make BS. Right, Shelley?
1: That's absolutely correct.
0: Okay. The Kenny Wallace story. Okay. First off, you don't even know who he was. No. Okay. Okay. Kenneth Lee Wallace, born August twenty third, nineteen sixty three, is an American race car driver and former NASCAR reporter for Fox NASCAR. He retired from NASCAR in twenty fifteen after driving in a national series since nineteen eighty eight. Wow. In a career spanning twenty five years in NASCAR, Wallace had nine wins, all occurring in X- the Xfinity wow. series, now retired from NASCAR competition. He continues to race on local dirt tracks across the country as a hobby. He's a really he's 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 one of these down home kind of guys. I think he still lives down in Jefferson County, okay? So yesterday, I heard him being interviewed on a local radio station. I always hate that when, <laughs> you know, like TV, like if we went raised $10 million for the St. Jude's you know, Children's Hospital, the TV station would come on, and a local radio station raised $10 million. Never get the callers. No, I will say it was on KFTK, okay? So he's being interviewed, and he's telling about how he and his wife sort of let their guard down. And talked about how he'd go to racetracks and he'd talking to people. And, you know, everybody's, you know, because Kenny, like, he was voted, like, most popular NASCAR driver, like, six times. Something like that. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, Yeah, 1991, 1994, and 2006, he was NASCAR's Bush Series most popular driver. Okay? So, good guy. You know, nice guy. Everybody likes him. So, he talked about, and this just happened recently, where him and his wife went on a cruise. And he comes back from the cruise, and all of a sudden, his wife gets sick. And then his mother-in-law gets sick, and then he gets sick. They all had COVID. And he said, pretty bad. He said that his wife really got, you know, very bad. Now, here's the interesting thing. I've never heard this before, but he said that his wife got very, very, very sick. And they took her to the emergency room, and (laughs) he said... I shouldn't say this. This was actually funny. I love guys that just say what they're what you know what they mean. He said it when he went to the emergency room, he says it looked like a third world country in the emergency room. He says I there, bet it did. There are people laying on the floor, you know, I mean I didn't say what hospital, but you know, unfortunately, I went through that last week with my son where we went to the Total Access Urgent Care in St. Charles and it was closed. You know, then we went to the SSM uh, urgent care, like you, right by your place, and yeah. there, there was a five-hour wait, and then we called up another total access urgent care, and they said all their appointments were filled, and this was like, what, a Tuesday, and all their appointments were filled till like Thursday. Okay, so he goes to the emergency room, and they sit there for hours and hours and hours and hours, and finally they get her in, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, she's got COVID, she's in the emergency room. You wouldn't think they would have, like, some place where they would stick the COVID people?
1: They used to, but they don't anymore. I,
0: that, that, to me, that's weird. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you have, like, a special, like, a tent or something like that outside? They with used to heater? have a
1: tent outside well, of the emergency rooms. Okay.
0: So he says that they gave her they gave her an IV, you know, a sack of, or it used to be the bottle. Now it's what they call it, a sack or bottle or whatever they call it. You know, your daughter's pouch. a pouch, whatever. They gave her a pouch of saline solution, and bang, she was much better. Why is that? It's just like she was dehydrated. Well, so you, I mean, you can't drink water and stuff like that. It's different. Water's different. I mean, I mean, come no, on.
1: No, it's not. I think if you drink a lot of water, you're hydrated, right? Because they always talk about American... Sometimes, if you're dehydrated, you can't drink you can't drink enough water to uh, bring it all back. You've got to go and get IV fluids. Really? So yes.
0: even if you drink all the water, you can't get it back into your system.
1: I don't think if you're at a certain point, you can.
0: Anyway, he said that, that that's what happened to his wife. And then the next day, his wife, his, his, his wife's mother, his mother-in-law, got really sick as well, too. Same thing, take her to the hospital. And they said she was like a retired nurse. She's been like worked in one of the St. Louis area hospitals for like 30 years. And she retired. Bang. She, they were worried about her. They said she, they, she didn't look well. And they're going like, oh, my God, you know, this, this COVID thing is a killer. I hope it doesn't take, you know, doesn't take her. And then he got sick. And he talked about how they were all on this cruise, and, and they just got back from this cruise, and, um, you know, and he said, I'm done, not doing that anymore. He says, I'm, he says and, you know, and he talked about, like, going to NASCAR events where, you know, because he, he's Mr. I mean, he's one of these guys that, that anybody can approach. You know, he's not, he doesn't have, like, a bodyguard like Marshall Falk.
1: Kind of like you, huh? Anybody can approach you. You don't have a bodyguard.
0: Nobody, and nobody will come near me, though. It's the only problem. <laughs> nobody will approach me. Uh, anyway, so uh, he's like, you know, really, really to the point where he's, he's making decisions about his life going forward, thinking maybe I don't want to go to all these events anymore. Maybe And, I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, when I'm listening to him, I'm thinking to myself, God, this Aww. is sad. This is changing. It, it is. This Please is changing don't stop everything life because of this. Yeah, I mean, this is changing life as we know it. I mean, it's yes, it is. the point where it's like, it's like, okay, you can't do this, you can't do that, can't do this. Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, whatever, you know. And and I get it with him that like he sees on a, a you know like when he's out and about if he's like a, and he still you know talks about it in the in the Wikipedia page he's still racist. he still does dirt tracks and you know when Kenny Wallace shows up at a dirt track everybody wants to go meet him because and that's the one Fair enough well that's the interesting thing about nascar and about hockey i'll make that 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 parallel hockey players are super accessible i mean when we had the blues on our am station on crap we had the um uh, we had the uh, what they call the blues caravan where they drove around before the blue season started i think this was in august when we did it they'd drive around the the area and they would go to cities. And they would just show up, and we had an ar- arrangement with them with Chris Offenberg-Ford. And and uh, Bobby Plager showed up, and uh, the two players, I can't remember who they were at the time. They were both you know, big-time players, and they sat in the showroom. They cleared out a couple cars at Chris Offenberg in wash mode. They cleared out the showroom, and they signed autographs for hours. And Bobby Plager would not stop till everybody had, and he would shake hands with them, and I took a picture of all the sales guys, uh, with with Ted. I think I don't think Gus was in the picture, but Ted was in the picture. And then I did like eight by ten prints for all the sales guys. And Ted had that picture framed, and it's he says it's like in his you in know like, someplace in his house, like in his downstairs in his bar or something like that. Because he was like, oh my God, I stood next to Bobby Plager. You know, Bobby Plager came in the dealership and Bobby Plagers shook my hand. And I'm telling you, it was like everybody he met, it was like a friend that he hadn't seen for a while, you know, and he's gone now, which is sad. Uh, But, uh, you know, I mean, he was one of those guys that just everybody was his friend. Now, think about that in the COVID era. I mean, and that's what Kenny Wallace was like the NASCAR. Everybody was his friend. And he says that's not going to be the way it is anymore. He's going to change. He's not going to be accessible anymore. And I'm going, man.
1: That must have really done a number on him. It's I'm a,
0: so sorry it, for that. It's the same thing, you know, our president, you know, uh, Joe Biden said, I'm not going to be accessible anymore. When I stand in front of those reporters, as soon as i done, I'm out there. I'm not, I don't want to get those germs from those reporters. And when I'm, you know, someplace, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to shake anybody's hand. I don't want to get near anybody. That's why, that's why Kamala Harris is ne- ne- never seen with Joe Biden anymore, because he doesn't want to be around anybody.
1: Is
0: that true? <laughs> I just made it up.
1: Yeah, you had to. I'm like <laughs> well, well,
0: well it's it's somewhat true because his yeah. his infamous press conferences where he goes up there and he'll do one of two things. He'll finish his, his little his little pitch and then he'll just walk off or he'll pull up his little list and he says, No, I was I've been told these are the people I'm supposed to call on or he'll read the teleprompter and he'll read everything. You, remember, you ever watch watch uh, Anchorman, the original anchorman. I did, yeah. Okay. And remember
1: I don't know if you knew this, but I'm kind of a big deal.
0: Well, Corningstone was his the gal who he ultimately fell in love with, who was his rival, who was the first female co host. And remember what they did? They he had this he had this sign off. He says, And 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 San Diego stay classy. And Yes so, he did. So she wanted to get him fired, so she had the guy who runs the teleprompter change the, 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 the out cue and instead of Oh, <laughs> instead of, and, and, and she goes, cause she goes, she says, he'll read anything on the teleprompter. Just put it in there. So the guy changes it you know when the sign off, you know, well, you know, and then she was like, you know, you know, anchor. And he says, he says, you know, San Diego, go F yourself. <laughs> and he gets off the air and everybody's like, oh my God, he didn't even realize what he said because he's just like a robot. He just reads the teleprompter. And like Biden's done that a few times where he reads the cues off the teleprompter. It's
1: because I don't think he can form a coherent sentence by himself.
0: Listen to you, he's he's going to be our president for the next forty-two years. You watch. Well, they're going to. T- I
1: don't even know what to say. I mean, I know what to say, but I'm not even going to say it.
0: Okay, we got to take a break. It's six fifty-nine.
1: Okay.